Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Since 9-11, the Tunnel to the Towers Foundation has been committed to supporting our nation's first responders and veterans. Heroes who put their lives on the line for our communities and our country. Heroes like U.S. Army Major Jonathan Turnbull. He sustained devastating injuries at the hands of an ISIS suicide bomber, the complete loss of his left eye, a puncture to his right eye, and he needed more than 20 surgeries and countless hours of rehabilitation. Tunnel to Towers paid off his mortgage and gave Major Turnbull a specially adapted smart home designed for his needs. He moves around his home more easily now. His home also gives him hope. With help from people like you, the foundation supports families like the Turnbulls. Join Tunnel to Towers in supporting America's heroes, our nation's severely injured veterans and first responders, homeless veterans, Gold Star families, and the families of fallen first responders. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money, but are your bills even accurate? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com. Welcome back in. Hour number three, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Breaking news for all of you, and I'm assuming Governor Chris Christie, who is joining us right now, has heard this as well. Uh, the uh, FBI has put out a statement in Buffalo that they are investigating an explosion at Rainbow Bridge, one of the crossing points from Canada into New York State. I've got audio that I'm going to play for you that has just aired on Fox News. Alexis McAdams, who is at Fox News, says, High-level police sources tell me this is an attempted terror attack. Sources say the car was full of explosives and both men inside are dead. Uh, this is what just aired on Fox News. I'll let you react to it here momentarily, Governor Christie, because this is all just breaking news. We're just becoming aware of it. Listen. Alexis McAdams is reporting that, that according to high-level police sources, the explosion was an attempted terrorist attack. A lot of explosives in the vehicle at the time. The two people who were in the car are deceased. One Border Patrol officer was injured. Driving from the U.S., apparently to Canada, and we're trying to drive toward the CBP building. So all bridges in the area have been closed. All government buildings in the area have been evacuated. All right, let me read the statement from the FBI. The FBI Buffalo Field Office is investigating a vehicle explosion at the Rainbow Bridge, a border crossing between the U.S. and Canada in Niagara Falls. The FBI is coordinating with our local, state, and federal law enforcement partners in this investigation. As this situation is very fluid, that's all we can say at this time. That is 
the FBI statement on this explosion in Buffalo on Many of you will be familiar with this, the uh, Rainbow Bridge near Niagara Falls. Uh, and remember, this comes on the heels of Kathy Hochul and other New Yorkers telling New York that they had uh, evidence out there that there may be a terror attack and to be on the lookout for this. We bring in now uh, Governor Chris Christie, who prosecuted uh, some of the cases relating to 9-11, former United States attorney uh, who has dealt with terrorism-related charges. I know you're just hearing about this right now, as we all are as well. What, in your experience, is going on right now, and what should everybody out there listening to us right now, certainly those in Buffalo and the state of New York in particular, be aware of in your mind at this point in time? Well, guys, first off, I think what the FBI is doing is dispatching their people who can deal with forensic evidence at the scene, um, that vehicle, everything that's in it, the type of explosives, that were used, the type of detonator that was used, um, and any other information that might be on the two um, dead terrorists or alleged terrorists now inside that vehicle um, is everything the forensic folks are going to be working out with the FBI. Second, the FBI is going to be uh, looking at all the information they have from their joint terrorism task forces around the country that work with the U.S. Attorney's offices and local law enforcement to see if there are any dots that can be connected there. Uh, they're also going to be talking to our intelligence uh, community um, that works this portion of our country and Canada to see what they're getting there. Um, and that'll be where they'll start. And, you know, look, this should not be surprising to any of us. And this is why America, in my view, guys, has to be engaged in the world. We are not on an island here. And when things happen in other parts of the world, there is going to be an impact here in the U.S. potentially. We have to be prepared to deal with it. And we need to be engaged with the rest of the world to try to lessen that threat by showing strength around the world. And the weakness that Joe Biden has been showing is a problem. And it's going to be a problem that's going to continue to create more conflict, not less. Strength lessens conflict. Weakness increases it. We're talking to Governor Chris Christie. Uh, so, obviously, we're going to continue to monitor this situation in Buffalo. Any updates, staff will hit me with almost in uh, in real time. So, we'll continue to update you on this in the, the final Great. hour of the show as we head into Thanksgiving. Uh, but you just mentioned the campaign, the situation that's going on there. Uh, I looked at uh, national polling coming out basically uh, this morning. This is the National Republican primary from Emerson. I'm sure you've seen it. It has you at 3% uh, overall, Trump at 64%, Haley at 9 uh, DeSantis at 8 Ramaswamy at 5 uh, If you if, if you believe that's accurate, do you think you're around 3% nation, uh, nationwide right now? No, I, I don't think it's accurate. And by the way, I don't think it matters. Uh, we don't have a national primary, fellas. If we had a national primary, then this would be over. We have a primary that goes state by state by state. And if you look at those numbers... Donald Trump is 25 to 30 points lower than what he is in the national polls. And in New Hampshire, I'm 14 points higher than what it has me in the national polls. And those elections in Iowa, New Hampshire, South Carolina are going to happen uh, well before anything else. And there, the results there will impact um, what people think around the country. Okay, so Iowa, New Hampshire, January, February, you are doing well in some of those New Hampshire state polls. It's clear you don't want Donald Trump to be president of the United States. Um, 
if you do not win in Iowa, New Hampshire, would you then drop out of the race and endorse someone other than Trump? Is that the natural progression? Is it fair to say you need to win in Iowa, New Hampshire, or come in a very close second at minimum? Look, I think I need to do well in New Hampshire. Um, that's what I need to do, and that's what I intend to do. Um, and then we'll evaluate the campaign thereafter. But if I do well in New Hampshire, which I expect to do, I'm going to be in this thing for the long haul. If Trump's the nominee, will you vote for him? You know, guys, uh, I don't think Trump's going to be the nominee, so um, I don't think we need to worry about that. I think Trump is not going to be the nominee. But what I've said, and I said this in the first debate, uh, if Donald Trump's convicted of felonies, I could not support a convicted felon for president. So who would you vote for? Uh, I mean, I mean, just honestly, because I understand you can say, well, that's a hypothetical. I'm not, but really, the entire presidential campaign is a hypothetical. You say, if I'm elected, I'm going to do X or I'm going to do Y. Right now, if you look at the markets, uh, you know, just gambling markets, uh, look at the polls, whatever else, Trump would be favored to be the nominee. So if it's Trump versus Biden, would you vote for Biden? Would you not show up and vote? What would your decision be? No, I, I look, I could not vote for Joe Biden. I don't believe Joe Biden is either mentally or philosophically competent um, to remain in the presidency. Um, so I could not vote for Joe Biden. And I'd have to see what my options were at the time. But, fellas, in the end, what we're talking about here are all hypotheticals. Because at this point, uh, you know, eight years ago, Jeb Bush was winning New Hampshire and Ben Carson was winning Iowa by 10 points. So I'm sorry. You know, I just am not going to get involved in talking about what polling looks like today. You know, those poll questions are saying if the election were held today. Well, if the election were held today, I would be shocked because it's not being held today. So I'm about talking about what matters to this country and matters to its citizens. And I guarantee a polling isn't one of those things. Um, understood. Uh, you also are running against not only Donald Trump, but also Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley and Vivek Ramaswamy. Are any of those three yeah. people in your mind qualified to be president of the United States? Look, I think both Nikki and Ron are qualified to be president. You didn't mention Vivek. Why do you think he's not? Those are the, you know, I, you guys are the top five candidates at this point in time. So you think Nikki and DeSantis both qualified to be president? Not Trump, yeah. not Vivek. What is it about Vivek that you don't think fits the bill? I just don't think he's a serious candidate. I don't think he's someone who has the type of experience, the type of temperament, um, nor the type of platform that should be taken seriously as a presidential candidate. All right, so let's uh, let's say that you think DeSantis and Nikki Haley are both qualified to be president. I imagine that they would probably say the same about you. I'll ask them the next time they're on uh, the show. If you had to choose between Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis right now as the most qualified, which of those two is? <laughs> I think they pretty much have equal qualifications. Oh, that's a great answer. You know, you're a sports guy, uh, Governor, and that is like I me am. asking you, that's like me saying to you, okay, Patrick Mahomes or, I don't know, uh, we could pick, let's say, if Joe Burrow wasn't injured, which is a better quarterback if you have to win a game? And you say, oh, I think it's a dead heat. I don't think I could pick. Or if I said, hey, you, I, I don't know how much of a college football you fan you are. Big but if I, uh, all right, so Michigan and Ohio State are playing this weekend, right? Hugest game uh, going on in college football. If, who's going to win? I think Ohio State's going to win. All right, you didn't say to me, I think it's dead even. I think it's 50-50. No, but, but I do think that on a qualifications basis, if you look at their background and experience, 
that Ron and Nikki are essentially the same from an experience perspective. They're both two-term governors uh, of important states. Um, they've had some other backgrounds, Ron in Congress, Nikki in the state legislature before that. I, I think from an experience perspective, um, qualifications perspective, um, they're, they're essentially even in that regard. I mean, if I you do an honest answer. Yeah, I know, I, it's a convenient, it's a convenient my, my honest I, I, opinion. Uh, if you believe, and I think you do, that Trump shouldn't be the nominee, and I think certainly DeSantis and Nikki Haley would agree with that too, at what point does there need to be a consensus alternative in your mind to Donald Trump, whether it's you, DeSantis, Nikki Haley, or maybe even Vivek? What's the time frame look like? I think it's, it's, it's going to happen um, after the first four primaries, after the early primaries. So Iowa, New Hampshire, South Carolina, Nevada. Um, I think after those, you probably be down to, to no more than three candidates, including Donald Trump, and maybe two. Um, I just think that's going to kind of be the natural way it will go here, given the way the, the calendar plays out. Um, and let's face it, guys, the consolidation in this race has been significantly better than any time this century when we didn't have an incumbent. You know, at this time, eight years ago in 2015, we had 13 candidates still in the race at this point. In 2011, we had eight candidates still in the race. And in 2007, we had nine candidates still in the race. So this thing is consolidated very quickly, very well. Um, you know, I'm in the last five. Uh, this is the smallest the field's been, um, really, since, since the turn of the century in 2000. So um, I think it's consolidated well. I think you have, uh, you know, very serious people um, that are available to be voted for here. I think I'm the best and most experienced person, but the voters are going to decide ultimately who our nominee is. But I'm in for the fight, as I have been. And I think, you know, if people had been, uh, if I'd been listening to the odds makers, you know, six months ago, I would have never gotten in the race. And certainly they would have never thought that I would have been here six months later. But here I am. Are you going to be on the stage in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, speaking of college football, uh, the fourth Republican debate? Have you qualified? Yes, sir. Already qualified. We've already passed the 80,000 donors, and we have uh, two national polls at 6% or over, and we have, obviously, a number of polls in New Hampshire that have us in the teams. Dallas Cowboys play tomorrow. Um, yes, they sir. are playing against the Washington Commanders. They'll always be the Redskins in my mind, so I sometimes mix up the names still. Yeah, you too. too. All right. Uh, are the Cowboys, in your mind, a legitimate Super Bowl contender this year, and what happens tomorrow? They are a legitimate Super Bowl contender. The the NFC, you know, has really four teams that I think are legitimate contenders, right? The Eagles are a legitimate contender. The 49ers are a legitimate contender. And and I think that the, uh, the Detroit Lions are actually a legitimate contender the way they're playing this year. I agree uh, with all of that, by the way. I agree with your analysis of the NFC right now. I agree with all that. Okay, so Cowboys right. happen to – yeah, they are a contender. What it, happens tomorrow? It, Cowboys Cowboys win comfortably tomorrow. I'd say Cowboys win by 17 to 21 points tomorrow. It will be a, another good performance for the Cowboys, and they're going to be getting ready for two big games coming up uh, after this. The Seahawks, uh, who are a good team, uh, and then uh, Philadelphia will be coming to Dallas, and that will be a big game. Good team in the AFC is the Kansas City Chiefs. Do you think Travis Kelsey's performance on the field is being negatively impacted by his relationship with Taylor Swift? No, I think it's probably positively being impacted. 
All right. I think I've never seen I've never seen the guy happier in his entire career. So <laughs> I think he's probably doing really well. I think what affected him on Monday night was the Eagles were triple teaming him. Yeah. Um, and nobody else on the Chiefs can catch a pass. I mean, for God's sakes, me, you, uh, and everybody else could have caught that pass that uh, this Scantling dropped in the game in the fourth quarter. I mean, I could have caught that. I, would, I couldn't have gotten that open. But if I was that open, I guarantee I would have caught it. <laughs> Last question for you, Governor. Uh, we're talking to Chris Christie right now uh, on the eve of Thanksgiving. 60th anniversary of the JFK assassination. Um, do you think that Lee Harvey Oswald fi- fired every shot and that JFK was killed solely by Lee Harvey Oswald in terms of shots fired on that day in Dallas? No, I don't, and I never have. What do you think happened? It was clearly a conspiracy. I don't know amongst whom, but there's no doubt in my mind that Lee Harvey Oswald did not act alone. And when when Oswald yelled out, I'm a patsy, um, when he was being arrested... I think he was giving us a signal, and I believe Jack Ruby was part of the conspiracy, and I think they killed Oswald to keep him quiet. I agree with everything you just said. I do on the on the I should say on the on the JFK 60 year anniversary uh, analysis. Yeah, don't get yourself in trouble now. I know, I know. There's no telling what people are going to say, <laughs> but I take that there. Uh, all right, Governor, enjoy the games tomorrow. We'll talk to you again soon, and uh, I'll maybe see you down in Tuscaloosa. Thanks for having me on today. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. Same to you and yours. Uh, that is Governor Chris Christie, uh, who will be on the stage, he says, in December down on the fourth Republican debate. We'll take your calls, uh, 800-282-2882. I want to circle back around the call that we got about, uh, Margaret potentially having a child out of wedlock. A lot of reaction to that. Um, is Margaret called staff? Have we gotten a call from Margaret yet? The ladies in the church uh, group were not expecting to hear Margaret's out-of-wedlock uh, JFK story. Uh, people save money in different ways. Me and my family, we find deals at stores like Costco, Old Navy. Who needs luggage when you can just jump in Old Navy, next vacation destination? Other people like saving money in thrift stores. Now there's a way to save money at gas stations when you fill up or at restaurants like Chick-fil-A, McDonald's, Starbucks, Jersey Mike, so many others. You can get cash back when you make your purchases using an app called Upside. Upside partners with thousands of gas stations nationwide, as well as those restaurant chains and hundreds of supermarkets. You might even get 5% back or 10% or even 13% off with your cash going back into your Upside account. Here's how you do it. Download the Upside app. Sign up. It's free. Every time you're buying gas, dining out, going to the supermarket, open the app, see all the places close to you, and get your cash back. Upside, easy to use. You create account less than a minute. Use our names, Clay and Buck, as the promo code. Get an extra 25 cents off each gallon of gas on your first tank. Fill up. When you do, type in Clay and Buck as one word, no spaces between the words. That's Clay and Buck on the Upside app today. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. 
That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash news. That's LifeLock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on Prize Picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less, every time you play. You pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever. And it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free prize picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match. Up to a hundred dollars. Download the Prize Picks app. Use promo code Clay. That's C L A Y to get set up and get a deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only. Wait for it. Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. We are lucky to be sitting with Alan and Amy Matthews in the flesh, William, Rusty Russ, and Betsy Randall. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. When those those legends get here, let me know. (laughs) (laughs) You're here. You're here already. No, we didn't either when we were watching yeah, this that's day. The thing. That's we didn't the realize it until we uh, started getting into seasons three and four, and now we're like, oh my God. You were both so good on the show, and we missed it because we were we young. We were kids and, and so self-involved. Egomaniacs yeah. and didn't realize <laughs> well, no, how great you were. We've talked about it. I think you just assumed everybody was as good as them. And, right. and then right. you get into right. as you grow up and you work with other actors, you realize how <gasps> lucky we were yeah. to have you guys. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Buck out already for the holidays. We'll be back Monday. Tudor Dixon will be in on Friday. Encourage all of you to download the podcast. Make sure you don't miss a moment. We are continuing to track the absolute latest. You heard us talking about it with Chris Christie on the potential terror attack that is taking place between uh, on the bridge between uh, Niagara Falls and Canada, the Rainbow Bridge, which many of you probably are familiar with if you have been to that area at some point in time. No further updates that I have seen so far other than a reporter at Fox News saying two people killed inside of that explosion, that the uh, vehicle was loaded with explosives as well. Uh, We will continue to track the absolute latest with that and react to it a bit more on the flip side here. In the meantime, Buck's going to be busy the first weekend in December. If you're in Tampa at the Invest Wealth Summit, uh, Summit on December 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, 
You'll be in the company of Buck and other speakers. Opportunity to learn how to create financial freedom and security for your future. You're going to hear from a wide variety of speakers, including Dutch Hall, Tucker Carlson, Lisa Booth, many others. Dutch Hall co-founder, CEO, Rad Diversified, a company that introduces you to alternative investment ideas that can lead you to wealth. Dutch himself has done well growing a $200 million real estate portfolio from scratch. You'll also learn how to reduce your tax burden, much more explore alternative investments, access to unique opportunities, diversify your portfolio, and expand your investment horizons while securing your financial future. Secure your seat today at the investwealthsummit.com. Investwealthsummit.com. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show, Eve of Thanksgiving edition. And we got some breaking news uh, continuing to follow the explosion that occurred on the bridge between Canada and the United States. If you have not heard anything about this uh, within the last hour or so, an explosion on the uh, bridge that connects one of the four bridges that connects Canada and uh, the United States in the vicinity of Niagara Falls Uh, And there has been a report that there were two individuals in that vehicle that it exploded, that it was filled with explosives as well. And now they may be looking for an additional vehicle. This was just on Fox News. Listen. What we're checking in on right now is getting from sources um, who are on the ground that they're looking for a second car possibly involved. So that plays into this ongoing search in the preliminary stages at this point with also trying to shut down all the bridges and evacuate the government buildings in and around Buffalo and there near the Canadian border. So as they continue to look for what they say, according to these sources, is a second car possibly involved at this time. Many of you obviously listening in New York right now, uh, and there has been uh, an, a warning that was already out that there was intelligence suggesting that a potential terror attack in New York may be afoot, may have been planned. And now this explosion, the allegation that two people in that car dead and now potentially another car involved. We will continue to update you. I'm sure that Sean Hannity's show will do as well and everybody else that is going to be on this network and this these different radio stations all over the country. Uh, we're joined now. Early in the show, you may have heard me talking about the fact that Donald Trump has opened up the biggest lead of his political career in the presidential race right now, uh, comparing it not only with what happened in 2015 at this point in the uh, political calendar, but also 2019. And we're joined now by Tom Bevan, who does incredible work, fantastic work at a website that I encourage you guys to check out regularly for objective data on a variety of different political uh, uh, situations and stories and, and data and, and polling is what I love it for is the polling the most. Uh, and Tom joins us now. We're sending messages back and forth. Do you agree with that characterization that never in Donald Trump's political career has he been in better position to win the presidency from a polling perspective than what is occurring right now? Yeah, I think that's right. And thanks for having me on, Clay, and happy Thanksgiving. I appreciate uh, speaking with you. Um, Yeah, look, I mean, the data is pretty clear, and it's not just that he's ahead in these polls because – you know, obviously, polls can be wrong and polls that are a year out from the election, right? Things can change. And and certainly that's what Democrats are pointing to, some of the polls that showed, you know, Mitt Romney leading Barack Obama. But what's interesting about the comparison between eight years ago 
and four years ago to the day and today is that during 2016, that entire 2015-2016 campaign, and during 2019 and 2020, that entire campaign, Donald Trump never got above 46% support. Uh, never, not once. And right now, he's at four, over 47%. And so, you know, that shows that he is winning more support now than he ever has in the past. And I think leads us to the conclusion that, yeah, he's in a stronger position than he's been in a two-way race uh, in the last in the last two cycles. You know, what's also interesting uh, that jumped out to me about the data that you cited, I'd encourage people to go follow uh, Tom, and you can see this data for yourself. Um, 2015 Hillary. Hillary is up, I believe, a little bit over 4%. 2019, Biden is up over 9%, if I'm not mistaken. In actuality, if you look at the data from 2015 and 2019, Trump was undervalued in those polls relative to what ended up happening in the actual election. Hillary wins by around 2.1 in the popular vote in 15. Biden ends up winning by only a couple of points in 19, according to that data. If Trump is up in 2023 and the trend lines actually were the same as 2015 and 2019, he would actually have a bigger lead than even the polls are reflecting, right? Now, they've tried to adjust the methodology of the polls after swinging and missing some, but I do think that's intriguing. If anything, in 2015 and 2019, the polls that you're citing one year out from Election Day actually underreported where Trump ended up being in both of those elections. That's right, and that's one of the things that you know people had speculated on was this shy Trump effect, right? The people that... When, when pollsters called uh, people that they wouldn't tell the pollsters, especially if it was a live person, right, asking the questions that they were going to vote for Donald Trump and then ended up coming out and supporting him uh, <clears throat> more than more than the polls showed. Um, and we saw that in particular in I mean, this was a phenomenon that really appeared in places like Pennsylvania and Michigan, where the polls didn't have him. They had him close. A couple polls had him close. But for the most part, in Wisconsin, obviously, where Hillary Clinton didn't even campaign because she thought she had that state in the bag in 2016. Um, you know, are we in a different environment where, where people are actually not afraid to tell pollsters that they're going to vote for Donald Trump? I mean, it could be that this is just these polls are actually more reflective, um, but but maybe not. I mean, I, that, that's something that we don't really know. Um, but what we do know, as I mentioned before, is that he's got more support right now than he's ever had in the last two elections. Um, according to our real clear politics average. And again, this is a, you know, we take the average of the polls that are in, in the field during a given point in time. And right now we're talking about 13 polls that have been taken over the last three weeks. So basically every poll in the month of November, you average them all together and you've got Donald Trump at 47.2%. And that is, that is his high watermark. Some people out there say, oh, this is all a rig job, right? There are people listening to us right now saying, this is all designed to make Trump look stronger than he actually is. This is a psyop. You are not a partisan, I don't think, when it comes to analyzing polls. What would you say to anyone out there who says this is made up, they want Trump to be the nominee, and then as soon as he's the nominee, the polls will flip, they'll destroy him? In other words, this isn't real. How would you respond to that? Well, I mean, it would have to be a massive conspiracy among all of the pollsters. You know, I mean, literally... Uh, I think Biden's only leading in two of the 13 polls that I mentioned in the month of, of November. So every every pollster would have to be in on it, including 
some pollsters that are viewed as being, you know, not left-leaning, centrist or even some right-leaning pollsters. Um, so I just don't buy it. And the other thing, too, is, I mean, the data shows, for example, that Nikki Haley runs better against Biden in a general election setting uh, than Trump does. And she's had, you know, the last Fox poll had her up something like 11 points. I mean, she's she's actually a, a stronger general election candidate. So, you know, in that sense, you could make the opposite argument that the polls show that that she would be the better general election candidate than Donald Trump. So I, I just don't buy it. I mean, I think there's just too much evidence, too much data that that shows basically the same thing. And that's just that Donald Trump is is performing pretty well in a general election setting, certainly better than I think a lot of people expected him to at this point. Certainly a, a guy like Ron DeSantis, who's out there trying to make the case that he's he's a more, you know, uh, better general election candidate. The data doesn't support that. Um, it's been a tough sell for him, given that Trump has been uh, polling as well as he has against Biden in a general election setting. My thesis on this is that there's actually not going to be that much movement in the polling because most people know what they think of Trump and Biden already. In other words, there is no undefined candidate in this race. They're both incumbent presidents in the event that that's the matchup. And that what's hurting Biden is both his age and the fact that in 2020 they were able to run him as the empty vessel opposed to Trump that many people could just put their hopes and aspirations in. Now those hopes and aspirations to a large degree have not been validated in terms of returning the nation to normalcy or making things feel way better. And now Biden is being judged not on Trump as the anti-Trump, but also on himself. Do you buy that thesis of what we're seeing 11 months out? Yeah, I think that's that's generally correct. I mean, you, these are two absolute known quantities. Um, there's no question about that. And there was a Wall Street Journal poll that came out a little while Ago, I mean, I, Trump is benefiting from not being in office, right? People look back on his time now and view it more favorably. They think the economy was better. They actually think he has more of a vision leading the country forward than Biden does right now. They think he has a better record of accomplishment than Biden uh, does right now. And so he is benefiting from being uh, out of office. But but you're right. I mean, this election is going to come down to, and, and again, the data supports the idea that, generally speaking, most voters, majority of voters, certainly majority of Democrats, independents, don't want to see Trump versus Biden, right? This is an election that nobody really wants. Um, so it's going to come down to not the partisans on either side, but the double haters, right? The people who don't like either candidate. In some ways, that's a mirror image of what in, in 2016, people, they didn't like Donald Trump. His favorable ratings were pretty bad, but they really, really didn't like Hillary Clinton, and they wouldn't vote for her. And that ended up being the difference. I think we're going to see a similar dynamic. I agree with you. I think I think a lot of people are locked in. But for those people who really don't like either candidate, um, if it comes down to this is the choice they have to choose from the lesser of two evils, um, you know, which way are they going to go? And in that instance, I think Trump might actually win more of those a majority of those voters just because of the things that you mentioned. Biden's in office. Things aren't great. Um, His age is a clear issue for for a lot of voters, not just uh, not just independents and Republicans. And so for those reasons, I think Trump probably has the edge. All right. So that makes me a final question for you. Tom Bevan at Real Clear Politics, contextualizing where we are, not only in today's polling, but based on 2015 and 2019. If I gave you $10,000 and I said you have to wager it on either Trump or Biden, you don't get to go either other, other direction today. It sounds like you'd put the ten grand on Trump. I, I would have to. 
just based on where where the data stands. Again, these are national polls. We don't have national elections. We have it's going to come down to the same eight battleground states, right? And we all know what they are. And I think the one thing that you can say though is Democrats have proven over the last couple cycles that they are they have done a better job and do a better job of of finding their voters and getting those votes, you know, with ballot harvesting and all of those things, utilizing every tool at their disposal. Uh, to get those ballots uh, counted, and Republicans have some catching up to do. And the question is whether they they will be good enough um, at that in those eight states that matter to make the difference. But but yeah, I mean, based on where the data is right now, I'd have to I, I would have to bet on Trump if that was my if that was my only choice. And I guess I said last question: Do you think Biden will actually be the nominee when you look at this polling, or do you think Democrats are going to have? a break the glass moment and be like, we got to get the fire extinguisher out um, and, uh, and put out this fire, go somewhere new. Yeah. I mean, I go back and forth on that. I mean, it's in some sense, it's really hard to see how that's going to happen, how it would be engineered, like what the mechanics of that would be and how badly it would hurt the democratic party, especially if it's not Kamala Harris. I mean, that would absolutely rip the democratic party apart, cause the African-American base to just absolutely, you know, go away. They can't afford that. Um, on the other hand, when you see Biden sometimes and you see some of these numbers and you see some of the things that he, you know, on stage or the things that he says and does, I, I think to myself, there's no way they can let him be the nominee. Um, so I, I, go, I go back and forth on that. And I, I think it's going to be really interesting. I think there will be a break glass moment. The question is whether whether they're able to get it done or not. And I'm not sure of that. He does fantastic work, uh, Tom Bevan, at Tom Bevan RCP on Twitter, co-founder, president of Real Clear Politics. Appreciate you making the time on this eve of the holiday, and keep up the good work on the site. Thanks, Clay. Appreciate it. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours as well. That's Tom Bevan uh, kind of giving you a snapshot. I started off the show talking about the data that he had shared, um, and I do think it's incredibly interesting to contextualize, not only in 2023, but comparing it with Trump's uh, 2015 and 2019 numbers. Final segment before Thanksgiving up next. Take a couple of your calls, react, update you on what's going on in Buffalo uh, with that alleged terror attack. In the meantime, support U.S.-funded resources and oil and gas assets. Phoenix Capital Group invites you to invest in the heart of America with domestic energy co- corporate bonds. Phoenix Capital connects private investors like you with investments in tangible domestic energy assets. And investing in these high-yield corporate bonds can yield annual interest rates 9 to 13% with monthly payments. Phoenix Capital Group offers various options, different rates and terms to choose from. Vote of confidence in the American dream. Be part of the backbone that built our nation. To learn more, download Phoenix Capital Group's free investment packet today at phxonair.com. Before making investment decisions, you should carefully consider and review all risks involved. Learn how you can diversify your investments and earn 9 to 13% APY. Download the Phoenix Capital Group's free investment packet today at phxonair.com. Clay and Buck 24-7. Subscribe today. Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. We are lucky to be sitting with Alan and Amy Matthews in the flesh, William, Rusty Russ, and Betsy Randall. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. Yes. When those legends get here, let me know. (laughs) (laughs) You're here. You're here already. 
Uh, we didn't legend. either when we were watching yeah, this that's day. The thing. That's we didn't the problem. realize it until we uh, started getting into seasons three and four, and now we're like, oh my God. You were both so good on the show, and we missed it because we were we young. We were kids and, and so self-involved. Egomaniacs yeah. and didn't realize <laughs> well, no, how great you were. We've talked about it. I think you just assumed everybody was as good as them. And, right. and then right. you get into, right. as you grow up and you work with other actors, you realize how <gasps> lucky we were yeah. to have you guys. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it will get you, though? For $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk. You'll get the same quality of service as AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile, but for half the cost, the average size family saves almost $1,000 a year, all with no contracts and no activation fees. You can keep your cell phone number and your phone or get great deals on the latest iPhones and Androids. Make the switch today and save an additional 50% off your first month. Choose a wireless company who shares our values, who supports our military and veterans, creates American jobs, and refuses to advertise on fake news networks. Go to puretalk.com slash buck to switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. That's puretalk.com slash buck. We appreciate all of you hanging out with us. I believe there is no official update on what is going on in Buffalo any more than is already out there. For those of you just getting into your cars right now, uh, there is a report that uh, a terror attack was planned uh, on uh, Buffalo and that potentially two terrorists have died in an explosion in a vehicle that was filled with explosives. They are evidently looking for another car that might be involved. All of this breaking in the last hour. We've been trying to keep you updated uh, on all of that uh, as we continue to go through uh, this, again, breaking news story. Rainbow Bridge, uh, described as a car explosion, uh, reports from Fox News that two people are dead that were inside that uh vehicle i am just seeing right now as i am talking to all of you footage of that explosion taking place uh on the uh on the bridge substantial sized explosion as you well imagine um and the fbi saying that they are potentially looking for another vehicle that might have been involved in this uh potential 
terror attacks. So wanted to update you all uh, on that. And let me take a couple of calls. Appreciate all of you. I just want to say also on behalf of Buck, who will be back on Monday uh, and, uh, and and everyone who works on this show, we are incredibly thankful every single day for the incredible privilege to be able to speak with all of you about the most important issues that are going on every day. And both Buck and myself are very thankful to be able to carry on the legacy of Rush Limbaugh and the audience that he built to the best of our ability every single day. So thank you for allowing us to spend time with you over these past two or three years and years and years still to come into the future. Uh, I am very thankful for that. I am thankful for all of you, and I hope that you all have fabulous Thanksgivings with your family. Shoshana from Lakewood Ranch, Florida. Uh, appreciate your call. Yes, I just wanted to tell you that my parents are Holocaust survivors. So that means me, my sister, my brother are second generation. And all of these people who have comments about Trump and Hitler are ignorant and idiots. They don't know what they're talking about. They're stupid. And it must be complete CNN watchers and listeners that believe this garbage they would have no doubt that trump is pro-israel will do everything to help israel and would never ever remove the sanctions that were on iran or iraq or anybody thank you thank you for the call i want to get daryl in really quickly you can criticize trump for a lot the idea that he's hitler is so flagrantly absurd only far left wingers could believe it daryl really quick 20 seconds clay i just want to let you know you were spot on about being an independent thinker and not being a sheep and following the herd uh my personal experience i'll be 57 next month uh had covid in the hospital for two weeks two years ago everyone kept saying get the jab get the jab none of my immediate family got it myself included just like you now I have natural immunity, so yeah. trust in the government. Thank you, Thank you for the call. Have great Thanksgiving. Trust your instincts. They rarely lead you astray. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth. Cheapo Air. For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel, hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. It's easy and totally free. Use code BUCK in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve.
Pure Talk, the cell phone service my family relies on, is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Unlimited talk, text, plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer.